Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Curry gets it back, double teamed. Three to shoot. Curry, left hand. He would not be stuffed. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. And with me tonight, it's my guy, Law Murray. Law, what's up? Man, you brought me here on the first night. We have two eliminations to talk about. Hey, it's a, this is a night for gentlemen. This is the gentleman's sweep night of yes, the NBA. And we're going to start in the West, where the Warriors wrap up their series with the Nuggets and defeat them 102-98 to tonight. This was a really fun game. I I love the energy and the aggression that Denver started out with. They came out and really just smacked Golden State in the mouth. And I thought that they had a chance to win this game. And Law Jokic was putting up another MVP masterpiece before his exit. He had 30 points on 18 shots, 19 rebounds, 8 assists. He was unbelievable tonight. Two blocks. But law, it's these dang hamstring injuries that keep screwing things up for the playoffs, law. Yeah, it's really unfortunate uh, that right when it might have seemed like the Nuggets could have had a lead that was similar to game four, uh, Nicole yeah. Jokic was dealing with the double whammy of foul trouble and his hamstring kind of tighten up. And I don't recall Nicole Jokic. Jokic ever dealing with hamstring issues um, at any point yeah. of his career. But this is what the playoffs are. Uh, it is not just your mental strain and, and the high level competition, but, you know, these guys are traveling back and forth, you know, after you get after game four, it's back and forth. Right. And you have to exert everything physically, especially against a team like the Warriors. And they started small tonight. Which means they didn't even bother throwing Kavan out there for the for the warm up minutes or anything like that. They were like, yeah. oh, they're going they're going to go right into speed dribbles, handoffs. A guy passes the ball and you got to keep up. And damn it, shout out to Denver. The care factor was yep. there. Like they didn't want to get swept. They blew a lead game four and had to re- go back and win that game. And and then here. They did a decent job. I mean, yeah, the Warriors had a first quarter lead, but Denver did an outstanding job of staying close and then taking their own 10-point lead. They just they just ran out of ammunition at the end there to continue to get stops. Yeah, and it wasn't only Jokic dealing with that hamstring injury. Austin Rivers had to leave in the first half with a hamstring injury. Uh 
beyond that, Aaron Gordon was awesome for Denver. I, I want to kind of give Denver some props here before we give Golden State theirs because Denver's done. They dealt with injuries all season and they continue to fight. Like I love the spirit of this team. I love the way um, that Aaron Gordon, like he, he went to the basket. He took four, only four threes tonight, really tried to do as much damage as he could. And they really did on the glass all night. They had 14 offensive rebounds which is really what kept them in this game. They didn't shoot the ball well. They were only 6 of 29 from 3, 44% from the field. But it's just that fight. And also, it was a boogie night. Absolutely. DeMarcus Cousins, 19 points, 8 of 12 from the field. He he kept them alive. The, uh, the center position was alive and well from the Nuggets' perspective. Yeah, and people were surprised that DeMarcus has – even tonight, you know, he's never had 20 in a postseason. Like, do you all remember where this dude's career started? Like, y'all, y'all, y'all can't be serious, right? Like, <laughs> he fits nicely into that 16-year window for Sacramento, doesn't he? <laughs> exactly. Like, y'all, y'all gotta remember before times, okay? <laughs> before times, Demarcus Cousins, who wasn't playing this deep in April. So, shout out to Demarcus Cousins because. This means something. This performance means something. You're talking about a guy who is close to getting Carmelo Anthony. You know what I mean? Uh, So when you have a performance like this against a team that is hard to defend and even harder to score against, Golden State's the Mm -hmm. bedrock of their success is what they can do to you defensively. Okay? Um, and, And DeMarcus had the kind of success that he had. That's going to get him a contract next year. And that's a big mm-hmm. deal. DeMarcus Cousins, he ended last year with the Clippers. Um, he went the entire offseason unsigned. He didn't go to a camp. He went to the Bucks, And just like his tenure last year with the Rockets, he was let go in the middle of the season. Um, so shout out to uh, Michael Malone for throwing his guy a life raft because I don't know if there was another coach willing to do that uh, at the yeah. time of uh, when Boogie signed with Denver. It took – Denver a long time to even get him under contract like we knew he was signed there and it still took him like a month to get a jersey (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I think that he got himself a you know a a contract for next season uh based off series and it'll probably be with Denver so shout out to DeMarcus shout out to Aaron Gordon uh for at least for the first three quarters of this game but the fourth quarter of this game another unsung hero for the Warriors and that's Gary Payton a second. This dude was yeah. competing with Avery Bradley for a <laughs> roster spot. And, I mean, it took literally until the very last days leading up to the regular season for the Warriors to be like, yeah, Gary's our guy. And yeah. he's a difference maker. He's a difference maker. He, he teamed up with Steph to outscore the Nuggets with the Nuggets playing for their season in that fourth quarter, 21-20. to 20. Yeah, defensively, he he hit the three to give the Warriors a lead in the fourth quarter. The, you know, the Nuggets left him wide open. He's a guy that you probably feel like you don't have to guard as much, but he he knocked down shots and he showed up in big moments. Jordan Poole didn't have a going tonight. Jordan Poole is only three of ten from the field, eight points, one of his worst games since I don't know January or February. Uh, however, Gary Payton stepped up, and credit to Steve Kerr who went with Gary Payton and Otter Porter Jr. to close that game. 
And that's what they needed. They needed someone that was going to get in there and gut it out. And I loved the way that they played. And and Steph Curry's back, man. If you're in the Western Conference, you know, it took him a minute to get warmed up, maybe like half a quarter <laughs> to get warmed up. He came off the bench for a few games. And now he's back. He's starting. And there's nobody better on this team than Steph Curry. He was amazing tonight. He had 30 points, five boards. Five assists, two steals. Not only was he great offensively, five of ten from three, but defensively he was bringing it too. I mean, this this Warriors team is is a force to be reckoned with, and it all starts with Steph. And the funny thing about it is, Steph had to do what the other veteran guys on that roster had to do at some point in the season. That was adjust, come back from injury. Yep. And get back into a flow of a team that was a, a you know kind of up and down after they started as well as they did after the first twenty or so games. You know, Clay Thompson obviously missed the first half of the year, um, recovering from what he missed the previous two entire NBA seasons with those devastating dual injuries, the Achilles, the ACL. So Clay spent the entire year having to adjust and you know, get back in the flow, being a professional basketball player again and a starter for this kind of team. Draymond Green, right when Clay comes back, had to miss a significant amount of time with a pretty concerning injury, like an injury that if you look at the injury reports had letters and numbers in it, <laughs> and you'll see yeah. a lot of a lot of injuries like that. You know, the 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 calf, the neck, the the discomfort that he had. Well, he got back in enough time and he was himself. And Steph obviously missed pretty much the last month of the regular season. That's why he was coming off the bench and it just worked out. But then he, it worked out to the point where by the end of the series, he's back in his role. What did that do for Jordan Poole? Tonight it made him uncomfortable, but you know what? Jordan Poole played so well that that discomfort was delayed. You know, Steve mm-hmm. Kerr was like, you're playing well enough. We're going to leave you in the starting lineup when any other time the conventional thing to do would have been to just bring Jordan Poole off the bench either tonight or really at any point in the series. Now, Jordan Poole started all five games. So even though he had a, a, an off night tonight, he played a certain type of way where it pretty much changed the entire Warriors team. And that had to have been uh, challenging for Denver to adjust to. They had to play a Golden State team that we really didn't see at any point in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. And now the Warriors await the winner of this Grizzlies-Timberwolves series. Uh, Who's your preferred matchup here? There's obviously storylines galore with whoever whoever they line up with. I got – look, I need to see the Memphis Grizzlies because the Timberwolves are too frustrating for me, man. (laughs) You don't want to see them blow any more leads? Are you done with that? No, I'm done. I'm done. Do you need to see a whole series – of a team that plays insane basketball, especially yeah. in the fourth quarter. Like the thing that bothers me the most about the Timberwolves is they played five games already. They have had the lead after every quarter, first, second, and third quarters, in four of those five games. Okay. <laughs> so those blown leads in the fourth quarters of game three and game five are they're they're disheartening if they can't close the series yeah. out. And if they can close the series out, they're again, they're playing against this Golden State team. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see the D'Angelo Russell 
uh, Andrew Wiggins trade play out on a postseason sure. series, but Minnesota's too frustrating for me, man. Um, so yeah. give me the Memphis Grizzlies because I legitimately think that that clash of styles is going to make for arguably the best series of the semifinals. The Warriors would face the Grizzlies. I think I believe they'll play Sunday if the Grizzlies are able to close it out. And if Minnesota extends the series, then they will play Tuesday night, either in Memphis or in San Francisco if they do play the Timberwolves. Let's move on to the other gentleman's sweep of the night. The Bucks put away the Chicago Bulls 116 to 100. And frankly, that score sounds way closer than way what closer. I watched tonight. <laughs> so kind of like the entire series. Like, we're going to look back in the series and be like, the Bulls got a game? Now, that is that was genuinely, that was that was courtesy right there. You know what I mean? It was, <laughs> like, it was for real. <laughs> eight yeah. out of nine DeRozan, times, man. Yeah. DeRozan tonight started off, I mean, the Bucks were just loaded up on him. I mean, no Zach Levine. He's out in health and safety protocols. No Alex Caruso, who's out with injury. And they just completely loaded up on DeRozan and... Credit to DeMar. He wasn't trying to force things. He was trying to find his teammates. He had seven assists tonight. If his teammates were shooting a decent percentage, he would have had 17 assists tonight with the amount of passing that he was doing. Uh, but at the end of the day, it didn't really matter. The The Bucks were very motivated to close this series out. Uh, and it all started with Giannis, who had 33 points, nine boards, three assists. Uh, the Greek freak w- was not about to let this series go any longer. Yeah. I mean, he was perfect in the first quarter from the field. He didn't even bother shooting any threes. He just took it to him. And that was that was pretty much it. Um, Patrick Williams going to be he, – he's someone that I'm looking forward to. I hope he can stay healthy. I hope he can continue to develop his game. He's a very, he's a very young, uh, young player in this, in this league. But uh, he got a baptism by fire in this series. Because Giannis went through him, over him, around him. <laughs> like, yeah, it, 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 was, it was a mess. Um, and Chicago specifically started Patrick in this series to deal with Giannis. But that team is just not, not built to handle uh, what Giannis can do if he's going to be that locked in. And that's the thing. You don't worry about Giannis, really. You don't worry about Giannis, like, feeling things out or moseying around. It's like Giannis is going right through you. And Mm -hmm. we'll see the day in this postseason maybe where that's a detriment. But, I mean, the alternative is he just allows his other guys to get going. I think we saw that earlier in the series where Giannis is like, I'm going to be a facilitator. And Drew kind of started going off. I think that was game three. That was the response game in this series. Yep. So, I mean – you only really need to watch the first quarter of this game, and 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 that was it. That was a great opportunity yeah. for you to, you know, be a family man, take care of your children, um, <laughs> you know, make some meals for the rest of the week. You know, NFL draft coming up. I know y'all need to multitask for all these game sixes on Thursday night. I hope y'all took care of yourselves because the Bucks took care of the Bulls tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now the Bucks move on to face the Boston Celtics, who, shoot, I mean, this is another great test for the Boston Celtics defense here. Like, what they did to Kevin Durant in round one was a masterpiece. 
And if they can do the same to Giannis, that it it may, it may not be a super long series. I have my doubts on whether they can do that to Giannis, but um, I I am really excited to see what the, how this series unfolds. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a whole lot less familiar for Ime Udoka because yeah, let's just be real. Let's let's give our props to Ime Udoka. He was the Brooklyn defense coordinator. He knew what made those guys tick. He was ready to go. I think yep. I think Jared wrote something great on how prepared Ime was. Like that was his series. That was his destiny. This is going to be different. This is going to be different because Giannis plays a different game than KD, obviously, and Giannis is different supporting cast. And I know it was a sweep. Boston beat Brooklyn in a sweep, but that was an eighteen point sweep. It was an eighteen point mm-hmm. sweep. Two of those games we're talking about the last bucket, right? Game one. And game then winner. A, yeah. And then a and then a comeback in a game where Boston didn't lead at all in the first three quarters. It was it yep. it was close. So mm-hmm. you're going to get a Milwaukee team that is the polar opposite of the Brooklyn team in terms of continuity, in terms of trust, in terms of guys who yep. want to play on both ends of the floor, complementary pieces, depth, all that. Um Boston does get a break because I don't think you'll see Chris Middleton in this series. Uh, so yeah. that's the that's the one thing. Milwaukee is they're 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 going to line up differently, but they're not going to be their full self. We know it's good enough to beat the Bulls, but the Celtics are better on both ends of the floor than not just the Bulls, but I think the Celtics are better on both ends of the floor than the Bucks as well. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. And and they're absolutely rolling. They they need big series from Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen, and uh, it's it's going to be a very, very interesting series to watch. Uh, thanks so much for listening to the Daily Ding. Please go check out Point of Contention. It's up next, and Law sent us out. Ding ding.